why he is working with the Nigerian Correctional Service. He has to tell me that. Senator, you have to tell me why you're working with the NCS. I mean, why you're not doing music. I know that at the last talent hunt for the um, the inmates at the Correctional Center, you play the part. You helped in the re- um, rehearsals. You were there. You basically coordinated a lot of things when it came to... Yeah, that's right. When it came to the music and all of that. So why are you not doing music? Why are you not rapping? Well, I can still do both as it is. Like mm. I've told you behind... Um, I'll be before going live because you you've been rapping all through <laughs> you've been rapping all through you even started rapping and all of that so you you well i'm happy i've told you i'm happy now mm. mm-hmm. why are you happy ah yeah well i don't get why are you happy one more been added oh i didn't notice congratulations you didn't say even etito didn't say etito is also in the studio <laughs> congratulations thank you uh-uh. You didn't say that. You didn't tell me that. I didn't see. You were just rapping and singing and doing J. Cole and all uh, of that. I, I told you, but like, you didn't listen. You were enjoying no. the rap too much. Yeah, I was enjoying the rap mm-hmm. too much. All right. It's that for us to talk the correct life. And this is no stranger. He's a guest. And uh, he's also a friend of the family. He's been on He's been on um, a Saturday Sports, right? Thomas. I know I've heard him there before. He's a man of many abilities. How are you, before we get to the topic of the day, how are you um, bringing all of these, your talents, you know, and then in your job how are you doing that with the inmates how do you do that apart from that 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 talent hunt on a day-to-day what do you do how do you incorporate this well i just try on my own to maybe when i'm alone because it's basically when i'm alone you know i Mm. enter into my creative membrane and write uh, more songs down and just Mm. try to i use my phone to record so i don't forget because there are times you record and then you forget or like you had inspiration yesterday and ah, what's mm. that thing that came into my brain oh my goodness so that's why I try as much as possible to put these things down so I don't forget especially the good ones okay so um, you only have the time to um, bring this out when you are with the inmates when you're trying to prepare them for the talent hunt is that when it all happens I mean do you interact with those inmates who are also talented who sing who rap do you interact with them on a normal day-to-day or maybe i don't know how it's done well when i was in the custodial center i used to okay. I used to interact mm-hmm. with them yeah i used to because definitely you meet guys that are talented in mm-hmm. there now most of them um most of them may be talented but they don't know until they get to such a place because okay. because things like that make you to maybe uh um, go back and think about your life and before you know experiences come up and mm-hmm. you start putting them down so most uh, most rappers in the US it's actually when they went to yeah, yeah yes, the correctional center that's yeah. where they discover most talents mm. hidden talent that they yeah. didn't know about and uh, they come out and you know they just blew yeah, and they become well. so good. All of the favorite rap artists that like we DMX, know. Yeah, yeah, the late DMX. I mean, yeah. he, and then they rap about the experience there, you know, and all mm. of that. So I just, I'm hoping that we we'll also have such stories from Nigerian Correctional um, Center where we have ex-offenders mm-hmm. who are now part of us in the society, you know, just bringing out that experience and also showcasing their talents. Well, today we'll be looking at visitation in correctional centers. Yeah. Uh, my guest, ASC Nkang, Isienita Isiesi. I got that. Yes, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's uh, the Nigerian Correctional Service Acquirement State Command is here to talk about visitation in correctional centers. Let's talk about that. How does this happen? How do you get to visit? 
how do you go you know go what's the process like of visitation mm-hmm. in correctional centers okay this is actually going to be well expository for some people that have actually not been there before okay so you you know what what goes on there so at least um, by the time you have someone you have to visit it's definitely free you can you're free to visit your person there you just come and from the from the gate mm. you'll be like you actually be told to wait and whatever you're bringing for your person will be searched the arm squad personnel that it is from the gate or um, even before even before you get to the yeah, gate yeah, like, yeah 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 so the they, officers somewhere the officers there, yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. and with the way insecurity is in the country right now like you actually we actually check all those um balances like that okay. so before you even get to the gate you have to be searched thoroughly mm-hmm. so and um that's before this whole COVID nineteen oh because mm. with the whole COVID nineteen um a whole lot of restrictions. The search have been, process. Yes. So mm. I'm telling you what used to be before now, before this new normal. So you will be um thoroughly searched by the time you get to the gate, um numbers are given, your names are being and taken down and um the person you want to see or the persons you want to meet, we will see all of them and um you try as much as possible to contact them get them ready okay before you come in yeah before you come in so that's um just the basics there so by the time mm-hmm. you get into the get dice and i think we, ha- we also have officers there that will like do a thorough search you mm-hmm. know thorough search of everything you are bringing to give to the person you want to meet and by the time you finally meet the person again another search is still gonna ah, happen ah, there ah. Why are you discouraging someone from visiting? <laughs> that sounds discouraging. But now, if I can remember the last time I was there, one, two, three. I think like three um, places I was stopped. The first, mm. just even before you get to, mm. just on the streets there, when yeah. you're... Um, the arm squad. Yeah, the arm well. squad. And you have to drop everything. I remember my phone, everything was dropped there. That's, that's what I remember that. Yes. I didn't come in with anything. Mm. And then the second one on my left, mm. you know, just before you get into the gate. Yeah, you see and people sit there. Yes, and then they will now say, okay, this person's coming and all of that. Mm. The gates will now be opened. And then you go in there. Mm. That process. There's outer gate and there's inner gate. That process. Mm. That well, process. you know, you see, if you're on the streets and you see police, like, uh, moving around. Mm. Your heart is not telling you anything. Your heart is not shaking because you've not committed any crime. But if I actually did something <laughs> wrong and I saw a police, I'll be like, ah, make you know, we said it on. Yeah. Uh, I understand. Mm. So if you're going in there, you are clean. Nothing is not tedious at all to mm. visit whoever you want to visit. Okay. Yeah. So do you have to come with anything? Is it allowed, you know, to come with food or whatever? Yes, you should come with food because, well, it's like you're going to visit your son in the secondary school now, like visiting there, you bring okay. food and all that. So, but um, you must test the food that you're bringing. That's the final ah. stage. Yeah, by the time you, um, we still have officers in there, used to do that job, like okay. um, officers that conduct visits. Okay. So, by the time the person is actually brought out, we'll actually ask the person, or oh, this person wants to see you, do you want to see that person? Oh, even before the person comes in? Because there are actually people that um, don't want to go and give um, somebody anything. They just want to come and see. Maybe they are actually the ones that put you there. Like maybe you were a notorious person in the village or something. Mm. I've actually seen it before. Okay. So the, 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 the girl came to check if the person is still there. 
Or oh, just to confirm. Yes, and the person just went back and knew that okay, at least I'll be sleeping in peace. <laughs> All right. Wow. So so we definitely ask the person, do you want to see this person? Because mm-hmm. there are people that you see and Maybe you just be totally demoralized, and all the work we are trying to do in you, because it's not easy to talk to these people. Like try to give them hope, but this is not the last, and all that. And just one person that comes to visit them brings everything all together again. Start all over again. Yes, so we need to ask these people. This person wants to see you. Do you want to see this person? If he says no, just come and tell the person. The person no one to you. It's not our fault. When when you say that, how do they take it? <laughs> well, how does the visitor take that? Well, it would just. Uh, well, they will just maybe just feel somehow, and it's just their face. They just make a face and just tell them it's the person doesn't want to see you now. What mm. will we do? We'll force the person on you, so and the person will just go back now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if I'm thinking about such, I'm thinking about how the person reacts, especially if the person was a loved one, you know, coming to see a loved one who's also who's there, you know, mm. and then saying, "I don't want to see you." It's it, for the both parties mm. the day has been ruined in a way yeah. now you, you said they were going to taste the food if, if i'm bringing food to yes. give someone in the correctional mm-hmm. center i have to taste it right in front of you because you can tell us ah this person is your person you want to see the person and uh we'll be happy to make you see the person and we even tell the um the image you want to see mm. that you want to see the person and it says okay and he or she okays us to mm-hmm. bring that up and um not knowing that you've actually poisoned the food. Has this ever happened before? Has this happened we, where someone has poisoned the food and brought it to the correctional center and then... Well, we have to guard against it. That's why we're doing all this because well, just we tell know me, has it ever happened? I know that you don't want to Not expose, on my watch. But has this happened in the history of... Probably. It's not probably. You want to say yes. <laughs> Leave this thing. We have to be. We have to be honest with us. The fact that it has happened in the past doesn't mean that mm. you're, you're careless or something. Not you, mm. but I'm saying in the history of the Nigerian Correctional Service and also um, prisons as it used to be known. Yes. So it has happened. The crazy situation. So, but we need to guard against all that. That's mm. why we do all these checks and balances. Everything you don't ima- see uh, for you to take care of image, you need to be a step ahead of them. Okay. Yeah, because like, I don't know. Um, if I want to say something now, you you won't really get it. Like, um, okay, explain it the way I would get it and the way the listener would get it. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> don't use you people's terms. You people's terms. Break it down. Your language. No, I mean your language. Correctional mm. service. The terms okay, you use. Okay, okay. For you to um, for you to take care of um criminals. Let me say it like that. Mm. You need to be like I said. You need to be a step ahead of them because even in the correctional facility, the correctional center, they are still they still have their brand there with them. They still mm. want to con you. So if uh-huh. yeah, so if you are behind, my dear, you'll be conned every day because you are with them every single day. So mm. we need to be a step ahead. So it's just that we with all these um skills we have, we don't use it to do bad. But we know everything that they would try to do. Even the people coming to visit people, they can hide things, dangerous items that are not supposed to. How do they hide when there are like four gates before you get into the place? How do they hide? You say just just now. You said, look, thorough search. I've been there, so I know how that happened. You know, okay. and then now you're you're saying they can hide things. How okay. can they hide? Things how like how how can somebody put them? Let's say. Um, Okay, do you think that somebody can put Indian hemp inside Indomie um, pack? Not the cat on the Noodles. pack. Noodles. Yeah, mm. understand. So, like, so how, that how, happens. So, how do you search? You need, to, you, need to think, you need to think that people can do things like this. Like, a common thing like as, as sleepers. Somebody can um, maybe 
all these bathroom slippers yeah. that is um that is big it's like dunlop slippers <laughs> yeah yeah dunlop slippers they can tear tear open put something inside and understand wow seal it up and bring it and you know maybe it's gonna be plenty so you just like do um thoroughs say you say you're doing if thorough you do thorough search you will see that thing you've not done thorough search you but, see but, but, but the thing is let's say the slippers is plenty okay. understand and mm-hmm. maybe they just put it in one so you need to think like this if you think like this you you search every single item so that is why you see this search every every step of the way so that if this person misses it another person will the get next it person will amazing get it. so as one. even fufu somebody can put bullets <laughs> or gun inside fufu so we check everything is it a fufu you bring for an image we press everything we wow. check it thoroughly that's the thing i'm just thinking of how you know all of that will be done you guys wear gloves to do that right you have to wear gloves and then you touch it then definitely definitely everything like like there's actually um uh, um this thing like the big container everything you bring put it there and check everything thoroughly so until the search is conducted and you are you know ticked to go that you're clean before you can get to see your loved one yes interesting um now that that's the food part. What else can they bring when you're visiting a loved one? Mm. Apart from food and provisions, money. If we say, for instance, you bring money. Well, if you bring money, definitely we have officers that are there. There's a certain um, sum that you're supposed to be with. Yeah, even if, if as you, an inmate. Yeah, as an inmate, there's a oh, certain sum. Oh, interesting. How it's much? Not, it's not every like if you're you're bringing hundred thousand naira to an inmate, we don't you don't take everything inside because there's a way you. You carry that sum of money inside. You're a big boy. You're a big boy. And ah. we, have, we have other inmates that um, don't have that much. So mm. you'll be lord. You can actually... Um, you can start controlling. You can become a control freak in there. You can have houseboys and housemates serving you. And we don't want that. You can start something. Mm. So there's a certain sum of money that you're supposed to be with. And so that's how much? We keep the... Like, am I supposed to mention it here? Oh, okay. Nah. Okay. Nah. So, but we keep a certain sum Below 10,000. Definitely. Mm, so I whenever see. you need your money, like you need to apply. Okay. You apply. You tell us what you want your money for, and it will be approved. The um, in charge of that particular custodial center will approve that this sum should be given to you, and it will be recorded before you come and say your money was like this, and it's now like this at the end of the day. So we record everything. Mm. And but so. how is an inmate um, when you say yes, you apply for a certain sum, and they will give an in- you, they will give you that money as an inmate. How? What are you using money for? How is money given to you? I mean, the idea would be whatever you want, you know, the prison of um, correctional officers can get for you based on what you have. Instead of giving, what are they using money for? They're not, they're not buying anything. Do they sell anything there within the, the walls of the correctional center? Okay, there are some people that are parents there. There are some people that are landlords there. Landlords. Okay. Yes. People still come there to pay their rent at least i've been there i've seen people come in late to pay their rent mm. they keep it for them because they don't trust people out there to do the business for them ah, yes. so they still get all the money paid yes so and we are fine um um people um coming in and they still like the wives still come in and they still give school fees okay yes so at least 
but my, my, my concern is, is the money given to the inmates to, to hold or for that purpose or oh, my wife is coming in she's going to get 25,000 for fees give this to her do you give the person the, by hand the inmate has to be there the inmate has to be there it's his money okay. he'll be the one that will like see the money count it very well and and give it give. to us and we uh-huh. keep it and we record it for okay. uh, these people are very, like I said you need to be a step ahead because if you don't do all those checks and balances they can they notice that you didn't do these checks they mm. can tell you that it was more than that how will you do if you don't have the records for that so you need to be wise when taking charge of people like that because mm. they are very most of them are very cunning human beings so you need to be a step ahead Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, one more question before I ask um, an, another set of questions. Still on this giving money and all of that. There's a very well, I, when I talk with you or any officer from the NCS, I always think about prison break. We've all seen prison break. Okay, let me not generalize. Okay, a lot of people have seen prison break, Schofield and the rest. Mm-hmm. And we saw the things that happened there. Opened our minds to some of the corruption that happens. That goes on. Yes, yeah. that goes on from officers of the correctional centres to. Uh, but this is it. Can an inmate say, "Okay, I have. I know I have a certain amount of money. I don't like the food you guys serve, mm. and demand that every day at least he has one meal from outside or something different from what the NCS serves daily." Well, we have people that uh, actually um, apply for self feeding. Maybe most of them. It's called self feeding. Yes, mm. you need to still you need to apply, and the uh, in charge of that correctional center will approve for your self-feeding if what we are giving you is not uh, too like conducive for you maybe your your health challenge your diabetic or something so this is certain so you don't have any health condition but you just want to eat better meal it's not possible well still need to apply for self-feeding okay yeah it's not (laughs) okay so So, self-feeding definitely and um you know for that to happen there has to be a welfare officer that will get you something like that Mm. all right Yes. So you can demand what you want and say eat well. So we can still have some offenders who come back looking good, looking really well fed. Well, the meals we are giving them, they should even be looking good. Which meals? If we start assessing the meals they are giving, we will see things. Leave these things. We know this is Nigeria. Nigeria is a very wonderful country. If we want to go into that, I think I've talked mm. about that a whole lot. You know, mm. the kind of food you give. So they eat well, they eat fish. Now <laughs> that we know that this country is going through, through a lot, you know, mm. money and all of that, is that, are they still feeding well? Honestly, are they still feeding as well as maybe? They used to, if I thought they used to feed well. Ah, they're still feeding well. Otherwise, mm. we we'll hear from here. Three meals a day. Three triangular meals. Okay. You know, square, square. Why do they even say square meals? Because <laughs> it will be four. Yeah, it will be four. So three triangular <laughs> meals. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So yeah, they're still feeding very, very well because um, there are actually people that uh, have been a program for that mm. to take care of that. They are feeding. And there's no corruption. Nobody shuts in their mouth. Say, for instance, if uh, um, an inmate spends, mm. his meal should be 2000 a day. Nobody's cutting it to 800 a day. Who is that body? I'm asking no, from your that. people. You nah. mean the officers? No, no, no. We have... It's not just one person. You know, they are, it's every... every. This person has to approve this. This person has to approve this. So by the time okay. you have all those checks now, because uh, if it gets to my turn to approve something and I see a shortage somewhere... Mm. I would scream, understand. So if it was just maybe one person doing something, definitely, mm. uh, maybe that would have been possible. But okay. yeah, always checks and balances everywhere. Okay. Now to my next line of question, um, it should be why is it important? Someone listening now said, 
why am I going there, Seth? This guy has committed a crime. Yeah, my family member, mm. my friend. What's he doing? He's been there, but let him be there. Let him serve his five years. Mm. Why Why is it important that um, there's a window for visitation? Okay. Well, first of all, I'm a Christian. Let's, let's um, go to Christian where... What did Jesus Christ say? When I was in prison, he didn't come to visit me. Not everybody. No, but not everybody's a Christian. You see that kind of thing now. Mm-hmm. Okay, but well, basically, that's one of the reasons, yeah, because you need to, um, if you're really, this is your loved one, all right? And how how do you even sleep at night? That you, like your, love, your loved one has been sentenced to maybe five years and ever since the person has been there, you've not gone even once to visit the person. And a loved one that committed a crime? Well... We, we, if, if God was supposed to judge us by everything we do every day, He wouldn't even be talking to us. But, like, we should forgive. Like we said last time when I came here, yeah. the, the part of the, um, the things that the society should do is to, like, also forgive this person by the time they come out because you can't keep judging the person forever now. Like, he's been punished and he's been sentenced to, like, five years and he's now out here still holding it against him. How is it helping the, uh, reformation process? It's not, it's not helpful at all. So, at some point, you need to forgive the person, go and visit him. Mm. It will even help him to live more. How, how that happen? Well, then, what's the place of shame? You know, you being ashamed that I committed a crime and this, my loved one is coming to see me and look at me, the person is bawling out there, I'm here locked up. There's going to be shame, obviously. Well, at the initial stage, but definitely, it's still not um, good for the person for you to abandon the person like that. It's not really good at all. Like, let's say you abandon him, you don't even visit him, nothing. Even if he's like, no matter the amount of food he's eating in that place, he will not be healthy. Mm. Understand? He will not be healthy because it's it's still um, helpful if maybe you find out that your loved ones are still coming around and telling you, oh, okay, we know you messed up, but um, it's all good. Uh, God forgives us our sins, so we've forgiven you, and we know that you'll pull through this. We move, all right? So <laughs> we just, move in. Yeah, we move. <laughs> Let, let's get over this. Mm. So it will help the person, at least. Mm. Like, he will sleep better. You can't imagine what they think when they're about to sleep, like the thoughts that run through their mm. mind. So it's not easy. Mm. But what is it like right now in the um, We Are Correct Aquibum? Um, the different uh, correctional centers in the state. So we have a lot of, um, you know, visitors coming in to check out their loved ones. Well, with the... Uh, we have that culture here, you know, the culture of visitation to these inmates. Yes. Yeah, they definitely come. But with the new normal, with the, how the whole coronavirus uh, has affected everywhere, it has um, reduced drastically. But um, before now, they always come. You know, like you've been there before. You said after the arm squad um, check, checked you, you saw an place mm. by the left-hand side. Yeah. Now, that place is always filled up where uh-huh. visitors sit, you know, waiting for their turn to get in. Okay. So, the, that place is always filled up. Oh, they always go to, to visit. Yeah, you see, anytime you go to that place, you see them there. Mm. At least, they do come out. Okay, so when these visitors, you know, come to see their loved ones and friends and all of that in the correctional center... Do they have... Yes, they, they get to talk with their loved one. Do they get to talk with the um, officers? Can they ask the officers how this person is really doing? Yes, they do all that. Okay. Because we're actually there to listen to everything they're saying. You know, because if... We can't just maybe bring your person and give you and abandon you. We must be there in case you need anything. Mm. So, and we also must be there so you don't give out unnecessary information. Was you term unnecessary information? You can you can traffic 
information. Yeah, what kind of information? That's what I'm saying is, is termed Information that can be detrimental to the safety of us in that place and safety of other inmates. Uh-huh. Like, um, maybe, like, you, um, what should I even say, um, how should I put it? Like, let's say, maybe you're having a, a court, a court date and you're actually, um, disclosing some information to, uh, maybe the person coming to visit you to take outside or something like will pause you there or maybe you are trying to speak in a language that we don't understand you must speak in a language that we understand or if you're using Igbo or house or something another officer that understands what you speak mm. should be must there. Be there yeah must be there so you don't give out unnecessary information and also maybe you can't come in and like okay maybe the person's wife is out there and you come and say that the wife is dead or maybe the wife is cheating on him or her or ah. something like information yeah. like that can that actually destabilize yeah destabilizes the person mm-hmm. so we're always very careful by the time we sense that maybe you want to because we listen we don't just sit down there and not pay attention we pay attention okay. because of things like this mm-hmm. and also like we we're saying um you can do a thorough search thorough search all those um stoppages all the way but even in that very place as they are speaking something can happen mm. so you need to be very very vigilant mm. somebody can put some something somewhere in his or her body that you didn't get there while you were searching and just tries to smuggle something so you must yeah, be very very watchful they do that a lot so when they are doing visiting days and it's from the movies that i have seen so you know yeah so. crazy situation i took two more um just before you go yeah the question is what happens when the visitor um says something or gives an information that is not necessary um to the inmate what happens that point you know maybe before you guys get it mm. he's already said something that he shouldn't have said what happens at that point is that the end of the visit we've lo- we've um walked a whole lot of them out before yeah we've walked a whole lot of them out and we've terminated the visit there and then and um we've we've had cause to interrogate some of them and um like warn them seriously mm. and probably um terminated that particular person's um like coming to visit that particular okay. mate. Maybe another person will be coming, but that person will be banned mm, from coming. Yeah, from coming. we've done that a lot. Okay, interesting. Now, the last one, I know that <laughs> this one has to do with couples. Why don't we have conjugal visits? Why? Why? I mean, you're married. You're in the correctional center. As a married man, as a married woman, why don't we have that? Why don't we have that? Why? Why don't we have that? We have that abroad. Rose. No, I need to know. Okay, we have the broad. Um, well, until we have it here, we don't have it here. And the Correctional um, Service Act was just amended. It was in 2019, right? Okay. So, why didn't we think about that? That these people are married and they would also need that. Okay. Well, um, in, uh, in our country right now, we, we, we feel that um, since you are under your serving punishment... That is uh, also part of it. That's part of it. Yeah, that's part mm. of it. Like everything is, uh, that is also part of uh, the denials that you receive. But until okay. we get to that stage of the Oyibo man, 
that is what it is. You know, it, it's right funny. Now. You know why I'm saying this? Because it's the, the, the correctional act says, look, it's no longer prisons. We are trying to reform. We're trying mm. to rehabilitate. So if you're trying to reform and rehabilitate, this is this is it's not punishment as usual. So this part also would show that it's a, it's a deviation from what we used to have. So well, we feel it's going to uh, maybe distort the um, correctional process that we're trying to carry out with this in Mexico. Conjugal visits? Um, you're married? Well, you need to be legally? focused. Legally? That would make you lose focus? Well. We've got to end the show right now. That is that is for us right now. Okay. We've not gotten to the level yet, but yeah, it's, still in the, it's still in the pipeline. It's still in the pipeline. Yes. No, but the, that, there, there are talks about it, right? It's still in the pipeline, like okay, I said. Right. So mm-hmm. even if even if um, there are not talks about it, but because you've mentioned it, I will I always try to it. I will try to maybe link it up to them yeah. so they can consider it. That's what it is. Give them their rights, conjugal rights. All right, thank you very much. This is how we end the show today. It's been good talking with you about um, visitation correctional centers, and I hope that as you've listened, you make a conscious decision. Um, it's not even just um, tied to just people who have people. You could just visit yeah. and just to give hope give to people. Gifts. Yeah, if you have give clothes, them gifts. You, know, you don't want to wear Please. again. Just give them out. They need it. Yes. Senator, thank you very much. A S C. Okay. Yeah. God bless you. Have a great day. And now also, thank Etido, thank you so much for coming, but you didn't say anything. Thank you for being on the sidelines. And that's it for today. It's been wonderful getting to correct you. And I hope that we'll go out there and live, you know, and be law abiding so we don't get corrected behind bars. My name is Rose. God bless you. The head.